3: Hello, hello, and welcome to the Drag Race recap here on Reality TV. I'm your host, Liana Boris, and today we're going to be talking about episode seven of RuPaul's Drag Race season 16. We had a rusical, the sound of rusic, and some really fun flower runways. So let's get into everything from this episode. And to help me break it all down is Beth Dixon. Beth, how are you?
4: I am good. I love a good rusical, and I can't wait to talk all about it this week.
3: Yum. Yes, we have the the sound of Ruzik, which I feel like the internet consensus is all over the place when it comes to the Ruzikal. And I think a lot of that is because so many of the queens did do at least a serviceable, if not a good job. And so that's what makes identifying those queens who would end up in the bottom kind of a judgment call depending on your own personal preference
4: yeah i definitely felt like my opinions were not represented by the judges um this week um so yeah i'm excited to break it down i do think the one consensus i'm actually seeing and a lot of people are like you know this is definitely a hot take and Mm. meanwhile i think it's actually probably the coldest take which is that bring back live singing for Rusicals. Otherwise it's just a lip sync challenge. And I'm there with them because there are some people who are inherently going to be making uh, acting choices that are different if they're the ones who are singing um, Mm -hmm. and can better be in control of their entire character. Like I think even if you're a shit singer, if you're acting it out, it could be better. And then you have people who are good actors, but I don't think necessarily made good acting choices with the voice they were given to lip sync with. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm excited to break it all down. Liana.
3: I think, so I've actually seen that take as well. And I think the perfect example is the Madonna. Rusical, mm. because that's one where even though, and it's so funny because even though Asia O'Hara screws up in that rusical, you kind of get to see the fun way that she recovers from that or share. No, that's share. share, the share Sorry. Share, share the musical is what I'm thinking. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and so that, like that's. I thought you were
4: going Jan myself. with Madonna. She'd be like, well, "You could no. be the best yeah. singer in the world," <laughs> and not <non-land>. like,
3: <Yeah>, "Well, <laughs> no, no, no." I'm getting my my icons uh, in my brain all confused. No, but I, I mean, I do think the Madonna musical is also like a really mm-hmm. just was a fun a fun musical yeah, yeah. in and of itself. But no, I was thinking of Asia O'Hara uh, specifically in the Cher musical, uh, and so I think that yeah, if you kind of bring that back to the musicals, especially because I'm not like. I guess I'm I'm not sure exactly why the choice, maybe mm. because of time or something like that. Like, there could be a logistical reason why they didn't do it, but I would also love to see that as well.
4: Yeah, I don't know. Like, would it take more time? They don't record. It's live singing, right? So, uh, Yeah, I, mean, I guess so,
3: because if they have to learn the lyrics, they have to learn they'd... the lyrics regardless, right?
4: I guess they probably would have to work with a vocal coach or something like that at some point to kind of, like... Mm -hmm. you know make sure that it doesn't have to be like you know Broadway level but Mm
0: -hmm. I always
4: felt like you know if you watch like you know any of like the season sixes of the world who like you had the Courtney versus Adore thing which is always fun but then you have the people who were like can they embody the kind of background Mm -hmm. character as well and like you get like the people like April Carrion who no can't Um, Mm -hmm. and I think I don't know like I really think that bring it back. I want to see I want to see these girls do something other than lip sync because you're going to have other up, other lip sync challenges. You just had one with the girl groups. How is the mm-hmm. rusical then different? Um right. because you have to like, act, but you have to act through singing. Like that is the point of why it's different. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah,
3: exactly. It's testing another skill set instead of yeah. one that we've already especially had now with the, I mean, I guess the talent show, just a lot of them did lip sync. So that's right. why it, it falls in my And everyone knows now, that you but... have
4: to lip sync for your life in order to like stay. So right. it's like at this point, you might as well test if people can make acting choices in different capacities. So anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: No, that's fair. I mean, so let's look, let's get into it. Let's talk let's about it. the details of this. So, as we've been discussing, the queens this week were tasked with prancing, lip syncing, and acting of a storm in the sound of Ruzik. And it's directed by Adam Shankman, which was really mm-hmm. fun to have him as also the, not only the director, but staying on as the judge. And mm-hmm. I think that this is something that we've been talking about for a while, which is when you have a guest judge that fits the challenge that's so important so having him having um uh la roach for the Mm -hmm. design challenge like those are choices that i'm just so happy with and i would love if the judges or if they continued to make those choices obviously i understand it's not always going to fit but if some of the time they can do that we love that for us Mm -hmm.
4: especially also when you think of all stars if you can get the lip sync assassin to to do a song that is in their wheelhouse make it a real challenge. It's nothing weirder right. than when you bring out someone like George's, and they're like, "And now a love ballad," and you're like, "What? I'm like,
3: I'm sorry, who? Who is? <laughs> yeah.
4: You wanted George's to do the ghost punch thing? <laughs> my heart will I go think- on. What?
3: <laughs> you know? Uh, yes. Oh my gosh. That. And then, oh my gosh, I'm totally blanking on her name. The woman who did the or the queen who did the jump roping with her hair in the yeah. Yes, the leg kick. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's like when I think of Queen's moves, that like those are the ones that the two yeah, that yeah, come yeah. to mind I always think of. Oh, that's so great. All right, before we get into actual performance, we have a little bit to discuss when it comes to deciding the roles because there was some oh. drama mama over this, which I thought was very interesting uh, because, you know, Plasma, the first Queen to really just like... I want this role. There's, there is no other role on my list to not give up and absolutely fight for the role that she wants. I thought that was really fun.
4: Yeah. I always like when people really stick with the, you know, I want to do this and blah, 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 blah. We did not have another moment where Safira, for example, like backs out and goes, no, actually you do it. Um, which ended up being, I think the beginning of the end for Mirage. So we did not see that happen to Megami or plasma this time around. um, I'm going to be honest after hearing the part and the way it was voiced. I think Megami would have done a really good job as, as the lead. I think that it's not this, this, this music, this musical was, was weird.
3: Wait, morphine. You mean morphine? Wasn't it the more so plasma morphine and sephira were going for the lead. And then it was Megami and Q for the Baron.
4: Oh yes. I'm sorry. Yes. Sorry my apologies. Yeah, those are the two like contentious <laughs> decisions okay yes I had them mixed up in my head um yeah. well, I, a lot of m's m's yes 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 morphine um uh, but I you know we'll get into that too because we got I, I have thoughts um but I, I definitely feel like this this role <laughs> whereas last year was basically footloose just like condensed as and then made it wig loose right this was so not anything like the sound of music. So I like, I was like, where was the heels are alive? Like, I thought that this was like, there was going to be, I knew they were going to do that. There's nothing you cut face. Like I knew that was going to be in there somewhere. Cause it's like, duh. Um, but I was sitting back being like, Oh, there's so many fun puns and they can like, and, and I did like anal vice. I think that was a great, that was a nice. Shout out there writers. Um, but I, I really felt like this had n- really nothing to do with *The Sound of Music*, and I'm surprised. I'm not surprised. Plasma wanted the lead, but it was so nothing like Julie <laughs> Andrews' Maria <laughs> that it made like no sense that she wanted it that badly. It was much more of like a, I don't know, like there was a sassier version to this character that I didn't feel like necessarily plasma could pull off. And I don't think she did. So I don't know. Mm.
3: So do you feel like then morphine would have potentially been a better fit? I do. I actually or do. Or I guess.
4: I don't think Safira would have been a better fit. I think Safira had the yeah. role that she would have shined the the, the best in. And I th- I'm really mm-hmm. happy that she was, you know, the um, M- mother superior. Mother superior. Um, role. Uh, I love that for her because I think it did make the most sense. Um, but no, I, there's some, there was something that was like a little bit more, um, I don't know how to describe it. It was like the Julie Andrews character comes in and she's very much like, Come on, children, we're gonna sing, you know? Like All well, I can like, hear is Bendle a Crumb. I well that, I mean yes. Anyway. but it's so true. Microphone drop. Yeah. Um <laughs> now i just like have that I know. For, for sure it's one of the best things that the writers ever did for this um mm-hmm. i don't know there's just like the maria role is not maria or, or you know or like mariah role was not maria i should so yeah, say. i just right. think it had like a little bit more tude, a little bit more like uh sass attitude like i don't know and it just i didn't get it from plasma <laughs>
3: So I'm um I'm looking at I went back to look because I I agree with you. I feel like she was so clean and polished, mm-hmm. right? Um and I almost feel like, except for the hair, I agree with Plain Jane. I understand that the <laughs> wig, but uh the it was like really messy. Like it didn't look like the tidy sort of Julie Andrews. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Um so I thought that was a little off. But there's something about like I'm just going to I'm just going to very quickly play just a little bit of this yes. of like She's very technical in her movements and I love that. Um and I think obviously I think she did very well. At the same time I also understand what you're saying in terms of a an um an actual character mm-hmm. like she she felt like a super solid neutral technically competent precise yes. role.
4: Hi, I'm here to do the words and I'm going to give you emotion, but it may not match up with what the emotion should be. So she had like a lot of, I'm going to change the world kind of energy when it was really like, girl, come on in here. We're going to change this up. Like it just didn't Mm -hmm. match the correct energy. I really felt like, and I know that I'm getting more into the critiques of plasma now, but like I really felt like plasma was giving me. If her role was Barbara Streisand, there was a lot of this, Mm. honey, we're going to change the world and do a blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, that is not what the voice sounds like. Even when you're, when you're, she's doing her thing that she normally does, this thing right here. Yes. Like, and I was like, that is so not what this voice of this Mm. character is supposed to be. And if for somebody who is, you know, prized for the theater, I wish she would have really listened and embodied a different character because what I got was, you know musical theater nerd who like especially after how much she just and don couldn't stand it how much she was saying how much she loves the sound of music this really had nothing to do with the sound of music other than to give a few different puns right so i think i think there's sort of
3: two i have two like thoughts based on your your um your thoughts is that mm-hmm. a thing? I don't yes. know. Whatever. So the first is plasma. So I I understand what you're saying. I don't think I thought of that in the moment. So I right. just kind of appreciated like what she was doing from the technical perspective and that it looked very clean from mm-hmm. the uh, So like I, I didn't mind it. But now that you're saying it, I feel like, oh, yeah, that could have been a lot better. Not mm-hmm. that she wasn't already great, but it right. would have also then been elevated uh, on top of that. I, You know, we never know how some of the other queens would have done. So it's tough to say like, oh, I feel like morphine really would have executed that well. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it also would have been kind of cool to see her try that because we know what plasma can do. So just from a curiosity perspective, I would have loved to have seen what, what morphine did. The other thought is obviously on the whole Rusical like as a concept. So I, I, mm-hmm. I kind of just want to talk about this and then we can get into maybe some of the individual Queens sure, sure. because I a hundred percent agree with you. I expected it to be a parody of the sound of music, but it was not that, except for the one song with the family Family Von snaps. And that's the thing, is that there were right. a lot of references, but it wasn't like a recreation or doing a lot of the songs, except for that one, which was sort of the remix of like Doe, a deer, a female deer, like that right. one. Other than that, it was you know, just some vague references. Like, why did we get Break Up Bye Bye? I mean, I'm happy about it. I love that song. (laughs) But why was that in the Sound of Reason? Yeah, why not? Well, Why not I, I UK it. Hun?
4: Okay, yeah. I mean, <laughs> at this point, th- just say that they're in the UK because clearly they're. You no, know, I'm just kidding. Like it's just if, if yeah. they're not in Switzerland, um, or Austria or whatever.
1: Yeah, I um, think.
3: Well, my understanding of the story is that it was supposed to be. So it's like a um, it's a gay bar in the Swiss Alps, and it's like a performance singing competition. Yes, so like Eurovision, but not Eurovision.
4: This was a joke. That unless you know the L.A. scene, you don't get the joke, which the vast majority of like casual viewers won't. The Abbey is one of the biggest gay bars in L.A. So when they said the Abbey, you know, mm-hmm. a, 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 a gay bar, blah, 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 Swiss, in, the, in yeah. the Swiss Alps, you just sat back and you were like, this whole joke is a setting about a gay bar in LA <laughs> mm-hmm. like that was like the joke so it, mm-hmm. I just I don't know like I feel like yeah we're gonna do this whole song competition thing and it's gonna be nuns versus von snaps versus the baronesses Hmm. yep okay
3: I mean <laughs> and then Maria sh- Mariah sorry yeah. <laughs> Mariah shows up and joins the family von snaps
4: yeah, they're right. like, you know, you don't fit our family. Like, they they were like, we're going to do singing compet Like, the part that just drives me nuts is like, if you're going to do that, make it houses, you know, do mm. something that's a little bit more queer-coded, I would say. It, make it, um, if you're going to do an obvious parallel to the ball scene, make it a ball competent Like, I, it just was... It just felt like it was lacking in structure in in a way that made sense um while also getting things from the source Mm -hmm. material so like in terms of performances i think the queens did amazing in terms of writing it was a weird direction to bring the rusical in that's where i I think
3: I, and I agree. I think also because I, you know, you come in with certain expectations of what you mm-hmm. think that things are going to be. And when they don't match those expectations, but also the it's a little bit unclear, then it just feels discombobulated because you're right. just not hundred percent sure. Like, okay, wait, what is happening? What, what is going on? And then you spend time doing that instead of actually appreciating what the Queens are doing. So I think yeah. that this is one of those rusicals that the, the initial viewing was probably going to be the the most I dislike it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm only going to continue and continue and continue to like it as I, I watch it more. Mm-hmm. And especially because the Queen's performances individually were all so strong that that elevates everything once I can kind of get past my <laughs> initial confusion.
4: <laughs> well, it was just like I figured the moment they said they were going to do the Sound of Ruzik, I'm sitting here going oh, okay, last year was wig loose and like making mm-hmm. a commentary on drag being like banned from places like that's really topical oh okay like there are literal nazis maybe they're gonna do like a whole uh you know right the commentary that's topical now and it had nothing to do with the plot yeah i (laughs) know which i get i mean the sound of music is like 17 hours long so i don't expect that they're gonna be like (laughs) let's let's just condense this into one 10 minute musical (laughs) yeah (laughs) I get get that spark notes on that one (laughs) (laughs) but yeah I don't know
3: yeah (laughs) oh man okay well let's go through the queens and we can kind of talk about about all their performances Uh, is there anything else that you want to say about plasma and her performance here because I know we've already really touched on her
4: I mean, again, I think she did a serviceable job of, like, she nailed all the moves, she knew all the words, she didn't mess up, but she also just didn't evoke the character that was being voiced. And so that, for me, was really distracting, and I would not have put her on the top. Um, I do think that Runway's definitely also played a role this week, and mm. I think that the Runway really did push her, push her up to the upper echelon, but... I would have found her safe if it was just based Mm. off of the, I don't think she should have been the bottom. um, Mm. But I I do think that she did a safe job. I really think that somebody else who could have taken that role and won with it. I don't, and it's not like, I don't think that she had the tools for it. I just don't think she utilized the tools for it. So that's, Mm. that's where I kind of feel with her.
3: I think I absolutely still would have put her in the top. I think that it's a matter for me of, her versus Sephira probably for me for that top slot. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I still, I have some like question marks about Sephira's. So let's talk about her next, which is why I still might give it to plasma. Cause this is, this is where I get in my own way when it comes to trying to read and edit. And it's not that I'm trying to do it. I just, happens like we have watched so much freaking reality tv mm-hmm. i can't turn my, a part of my brain off <laughs> so when they're showing all these up closes of Safira, initially when so it's Safira with the bad habits and it's um morphine and maya as mm-hmm. the other two so Safira in that first performance for the group i thought i was like i don't know i feel like she's not doing that good am yeah. i being shown that she's doing poorly like but then she had her solo act which was fantastic. So fun. I thought she absolutely nailed it. And then I was like, okay, so she is doing well (laughs) then. (laughs) So I was just really confused. And I thought she would have ended up in the top. By the end of the day, I was like, okay, she's going to end up in the top. But the, the group performance is really what threw me off the most.
4: Yeah. And you know what it was? It was some of it was spacing of like hmm. two of them would be really close together and then one of them would be really far away. And I was sitting back trying to be like, who's at fault here? Is it the person who's far away? Is it, is it the person who's too close in the middle uh, and mm-hmm. they haven't done the right spacing, which was Safira most of the time? Or is it Maya and Maya's too close? And I couldn't really mm-hmm. tell who was who. I felt like this is this is what I'm learning with Safira. We said this with the girl group. It's not that she looks like a deer in headlights. She has a very intense look and the way that she Mm -hmm. paints her face makes it so her eyes really pop in a way that's intense, but not deer in headlights. So I think I like misread that before in in the Mm. girl group challenge, but it makes sense for her to lip sync that way and to like Michelle said, do like the old, you know, like quiver the lips and and those kind of things when she's lip syncing. Um, when it's her own song, she really took command. And when it's a group thing, it comes across like she's thinking, like she's mm-hmm. trying to figure out where she's supposed to go. What's the choreography? All that kind of stuff. So I definitely think she did a great job when it was her solo. That group was really hard. And I felt like when it was the three of them performing, Morphine stood out to me. Like I felt like she... Was one of the best in terms of all the background characters who really didn't have anything. I thought morphine should have been way closer to the top in terms of acting. So when she was in the bottom, I was like, What? And I think mm-hmm. a lot of that has to do with I felt like the same way that you did that Safira was a little questionable in the group act and kind of let herself, even as the main character out of the three, be a background character and morphine outshone mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I also thought
3: morphine did a great job. She just had so much energy. And Mm -hmm. so you kind of just, your eyes kept being drawn, for me, kept being drawn over to her. So I was very confused when she ended up in the bottom. Although, you know, in Untuck, she talks about how she she's like, I'm the third. <laughs> like, yeah. I got mostly positive critiques. And so that must have come across that. Oh, you still did really well. It's just these few little nitpicky things. Mm-hmm. But I think she should be really happy and really proud based on the fact one, she didn't get the role she wanted. So then right. she was put into this other role. I, I think she she did an absolutely fantastic job. And I think probably the runway is maybe one of the reasons why she did yeah. end up in, in the bottom. Now Maya is the other person in that group. And as soon as the veil thing fell over her head, I was like, "Oh no." <laughs> I mean, she was missing some lyrics, so I was already uh, nervous for her, but then once the that happened, I was, "Oh, she's in the bottom for sure,
4: for sure." I I honestly felt like she went with it though, and she was mm-hmm. like the choices I saw her making were that of a Ditsy nun and so when the habit went over her face I was mm-hmm. like oh this kind of works to her advantage and when she was like <laughs> and then like flapped it back over I was like this is the most acting I've seen and like most energy outside of doing a flip that I've seen Maya do mm-hmm. it really was distracting though how many words she missed and that was yeah. the issue there would be times where it was clearly her and morphine were supposed to be going back and forth and morphine knew what she was and and whether more if morphine was wrong and Maya wasn't and Maya looked over and realized they were doing the same thing and then Maya changed. Maya let that happen then because morphine was like I'm gonna do what I want to do here and Mm -hmm. I feel like we just saw Maya trying to play catch up rather than being in the moment um but I will say for something like with The Habit, I thought that she actually played that off really well. And if and she mm-hmm. could have gotten on that stage. And if they had said, yeah, you know, and like The Habit flipped up or whatever, she could be like, oh, I actually did that on purpose. I thought it would be funny to do a ditzy thing. You know the mm-hmm. judges would have been like, well, I didn't come across that way because I have to defend their mm-hmm. own opinion. But mm-hmm. like it, that very well could have been what she had decided to do. And had yeah. she been able to pick up the words and that kind of thing, I think it would have been fine. Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, that's the thing. I think everybody did so well. So it's really just nitpicking these like really For small sure. things. And, and yeah, the judges also having their own opinions who <laughs> they want to be in the bottom. Uh, so let's talk about the family bond snaps. So mm-hmm. this is Nymphia, Megami and Dawn. Mm-hmm. I thought Dawn just looked really cute overall. I know she's <laughs> yeah. not a fan of musical theater, but I thought she did really well. She was really cute.
4: I thought Dawn did amazing. I thought like mm-hmm. she was the standout for the three of them here for me. I thought mm-hmm. that she was just like really in character the whole time, and it was really funny and ditzy and cute. But like I'm, I'm just a just a little girl kind of like vibe mm. or whatever. But also just like mm. I don't know, it was so cute and it was very yeah. much up her alley. Because like, as we are seeing episode after episode, she goes from being like, "Oh, aren't you just such, such a cute." Young drag queen, and she's, and then you find out that she's probably (laughs) actually the real villain of the season. You know what I mean? Like, um, and so that's what I think is so great is that we get to see that aspect of her. Um, I love the way that she (laughs) painted the teeth and like all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, she really had a sense of character and brought that, and I really liked her performance.
3: I totally agree with that, and I think then for me the next one that I enjoyed in that group was Nymphia, and I saw a comment that was like, "Ah, uh, yes, the banana to pinecone pipeline." <laughs> <laughs> Me laugh so hard. I mean, I thought the character was just bizarre in and of itself. Like I yeah. didn't really I was like, do I need to rewatch the sound of music? Like, what am I missing here? But it's like the obsession with bananas, the obsession with pine cones. Like I get why <laughs> Nippia would pick that role for herself.
4: I um yeah, the character's a weird one. Um I do think if I remember correctly, there's one there's like a throwaway kind of thing that one of the kids likes pine cones pine or cones? something like okay like I collects or something that. but like again <laughs> it, it's not a it's not a plot point okay uh-huh. uh so there's no way that there's uh one of those things but it just nymphia was weird to me not in like a um like in a way that i celebrate weird because i celebrate weird a lot but in a weird in a way that i felt like she was delayed on a lot of her lip syncing like Mm. it was like she was listening to it and and trying to get the words out as quickly as possible right after the fact i didn't feel like she Mm. had a very clean lip sync i felt like she did a really good job of overacting with the role um Mm -hmm. but it was distracting and not a look at her stand out kind of way and more of a what is she doing kind of way Mm -hmm. um I just felt like she was a half second behind everything, um, mm-hmm. which very well could have been a character choice that, that just didn't land for me. Um, I actually kind of felt like she was somebody who I would have put as the safe bottom. Um, mm-hmm. But I I don't know. Like she, I don't know. I just found her a little, a little distracting. And, and I, I do
3: remember thinking she doesn't know the words. Like, I, yeah. I remember thinking that at one point. So I don't know if I thought, I didn't think she was behind. I thought she was just, didn't know everything and was doing a little bit of that op- really open watermelon, watermelon kind of mouth that you're just hoping that it's close enough that people realize that you don't actually know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs>
4: I was just guessing what Leona was going to say after a while, which is yeah. what I feel like Nymphia was doing. So,
3: <laughs> yeah, so it works. But I think their song overall was my favorite,
4: so I also oh, yeah. have a
3: little bit of bias towards that group. That I just I really enjoyed this. Song. Well, you but- know
4: why. That song was closest to something in the yeah. sound of music. It's what I expected. See, that's yes. exactly my
3: preconceived notion that I went into the the musical thinking was going to happen. This one met those expectations. So I think I was able to just enjoy it a little bit more mm-hmm. because I knew that it was like, or I, I was mentally prepared for it. Absolutely. I can't just enjoy queer art. I have to be mentally prepared for <laughs> queer art, apparently. Well, speaking <laughs> of queer art, Megami, we got to talk about Megami what did you think about her performance?
4: Um I do think that she did a serviceable job to mm-hmm. her her role. I do agree with the judges that it felt like when she when like the camera so to say was on her, she was on. And when it wasn't her moment, which was most of the time that she was on stage, Mm -hmm. she was off Um, in terms of being on and off character, not being on and off like the mark of what the choreography or whatever is. I just you kind of caught her thinking. And I think that Michelle had a really valid um, point to bring up like you need to be aware that we're getting the same face over and over and over. Mm -hmm. Because I do think that that is something that queens and people in general don't. Here all the time um you know I remember last season where they said Anitra are you aware that you give resting bitch face and she was like no and, th- and then like afterwards that wasn't an issue unless she wanted it to be a part of the character mm-hmm. so I do think that one of the reasons why you know you go on to these shows or you ask for feedback from people is to become aware of things that maybe you're not as aware of but she does she does have kind of like the same face and even when she was getting that judging i was like girl you're making the oh. face right now <gasps> girl oh my it's God. literally your resting face you have to change it you have to be able to raise an yeah. eyebrow
3: <laughs> well, uh, we'll talk about it. When we go through the looks quickly because I couldn't stop staring at it. And I also, again, blame freaking Dawn for this. The Eeyore <laughs> of drag will not leave my mind. So I it's just so can't true. help but like see that every time. And the other thing that I had with her performance, I'm trying to find a still of it in the video right now, but she was wearing these glasses Mm-hmm. And the glasses didn't allow us to see her eyes very well. So we couldn't see any, if she was giving emotion through the eyes, we just didn't see that because she was wearing these glasses. She does end up taking them off, but at least I'm looking at the, the main group that they, their main song, and she's wearing the glasses the whole time. So it's like, Oh, that, that also, I think hampers the performance because you're missing one of the most important expressive parts of your face
4: yeah the eyes are the the windows to the soul right um although if you're going to do that as uh who is a a bimini as katie price the nippos are the eyes of the face i say that (laughs) all the time (laughs) it's so stupid but but it's true like your your eyes and your eyebrows are the things that are really expressive and they and um Mm -hmm. and are if you're blocking a lot of that which you may not be thinking about that when you're on stage like right now if i know if i move my glasses in a certain way i'm going to have glare and you're not going to be able to see what my eyes look like now you're not going to be thinking that while you're dancing and doing choreography on the stage when you've got stage mm-hmm. lights and tv lights on you um mm-hmm. but it is something to keep in mind that if you don't need the glasses for the uh, just j- just feature people who are obviously listening to this who are going to make it on drag race um, Push out the glasses, Porsche. Like the yeah, line, just so that we I think can see.
3: It was part of her character. Like I'm trying to find the place where she rips it off. Like they, she rips it off her face because I remember that was like a that was a point in the performance or at some point when she takes the glasses off. But I, it's also yeah. like so
4: why 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 do the glass all of a sudden she has corrective vision? Like what is like that also.
3: Well, they have like lashes. Okay. So here, this is as best, this is as best as I can do for the moment. So, all right, here we go. Okay. So there are these, if you're watching the YouTube version, I have pulled up a screenshot. They have bottom lashes, which I now just noticed. (laughs) And I don't think they have lenses i can't really tell it looks like she's got tape between them like maybe she's the ugly because she's the ugly smelly sister <laughs>
4: well, well you know glasses say that um i don't know if you're aware um the reason why yeah. i'm wearing glasses today is i'm trying to evoke that i smell bad
3: <laughs> well no because so- it a comment about her beaver smelling yeah. bad so i'm not saying yeah um oh, so anyway so that this but this big red bar at the top completely covers her eyebrows, which goes to your point, Beth, about the eyebrows, especially using them to emote. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's another reason. I, I mean, look, I'm not saying she was emoting behind the glasses, but it could have been a potential reason
4: why she ended up in the bottom. I, you know, also those glasses just don't fit her face. Like, if you had glasses yeah. that fit your face, that bar doesn't hit Look at these titties. Okay, sorry, is, I no 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 no. That is coming up next for sure. We need to discuss the titties for sure. Be, uh, okay, you all hear the glasses thing. I'm moving on to the tits. Why? <laughs> I saw so
3: in the in the next. Okay, so the coming up, you know, before the commercial. And all I could see, I was like, oh my God, why Why do Megami's tits look like that? Why, I, how does this? I don't know. They were so distracting to I me. I
4: need the queens of season 16 to go to Breastplate Academy and learn what the hell to wear. You've got Safira, who has decided to make a season out of wearing a breastplate six times too small for what she should be doing. You've got... <laughs> queens that are falling out of their breastplates every single then you have this which like i'm not even sure that's a that that (laughs) defies gravity It, it, it makes me think they should have been doing a wicked thing like what is what is happening here it's a pancake It's her (laughs) collarbones. They come out of her collarbones. That is a medical marvel. That is what that is. I look at that and I'm like, how did you get pancakes coming out of your collarbone that a, that you're also not wearing a bra, like, like what it is. That? that's a lot. But also if she's supposed to be the hairy sister, why isn't their hair all? It would have been so funny to put mm. chest hair on those titties. Like mm. if you're going to have something that big and you're supposed to be hairy, show me some hair. Also, where's Geneva? She could have been put in the hairy legs to work.
3: <laughs> is that why she has bottom lashes? Because she's hairy. I, I don't know. I didn't get, I look,
4: I didn't get Megami, it. listen, I want, I want to protect queer art too, but I need to understand it. Okay. And mm. so if the art here is that she was, you were trying to make an eye out of your glasses, a little bit of work next time. I think I, I see the vision. I just don't know if it was executed, if it was supposed to be because you're hairy girl, what? Mm. There's so many yeah. other places you could put hair that makes sense rather than on glasses.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I I didn't really get the titties. They weren't. Di- I mean, they were distracting to me, but I wouldn't say that like, oh, it made her performance worse. Although maybe it did because then I couldn't look at her. But maybe that was the point. So I was distracted by the titties. Well, you I couldn't look at her eyes. So where are you I supposed to look? Staring at them. Yeah, You're I know. Like, look at them.
4: Ah! Well, this is it. a prime example of the nipples are the eyes of the face. Exactly. <laughs>
3: <Jeez>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's enough the, titty talk for the now. The
4: Let's bring them let's, up. <laughs>
3: yes. Let's, let's move on to uh, cl- club anal vice. Uh, so tsunami plane in q. So the first thing that immediately I noticed was in the rehearsal, all three of the queens were doing the breakup bye-bye choreo. Mm-hmm. However... When Tsunami and Plane first come out and do the breakup bye-bye choreo, there is no Q to be found. And I found that very suspicious. My tinfoil hat theory is that Q did not get it, could not get it, and they were like, don't bother with this part.
4: I like it. I thought that it would have to do with having just like – because she has her own huge number with a big long stole that maybe it was like, we got to get her ready off to the side kind of thing. But I, mean, maybe, I like your,
3: but safira did that. safira did the group role. And then all she needed was the big ass rug <laughs> or whatever. Megami called it a rug. I think
4: also I'd live for Megami having that. The, what, the editors are so shady in the best of ways. Having a moment where she was like, "Girl, what choreo? Yeah, what she, choreo?" But honestly, she, she's not wrong. What choreo? And if the theory is correct, Liana, then uh, oh, what's his first name? It's Alan Shankman? Would no, not shady Alan. Shady boots. Adam That's Shankman. Him. Adam, thank you. Jeez. Yes. No. Uh. And so she's in the top,
3: but she got, the yes, head. exactly. Ah. I believe. Yes. Megami said what choreo she walked back and forth with a rug. <laughs> That's what Megami said in her confessional.
4: I did think that, uh, though. Dying. I was like, okay, so she walks around her. But that was the other thing. I think it was supposed to be like she wrapped all three of them up. And at the end, it was like one was barely across one of, like, plane's legs. And Tsunami was mm-hmm. completely out of it at that point. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't, mm-hmm. like, as effective as, like, I think that Adam was probably hoping it would be. But it's just, I don't know. Um I think this is the group that all three of them really embodied their characters the best. Um, yeah. I definitely think that plane and tsunami were very serviceable in their roles. Definitely really. good. Plain is a good, good campy actress and knows the exact amount of camp to put to it so that it's not too over the top, but enough that you're like, okay, this is, this is enjoyable. This is pantomime. This is whatever. Like I get it. Um, tsunami it was fun to see her kind of i'm i'm living for tsunami being like you know i kind of live for for jane being so shady mm-hmm. and like kinda, well, and she has a crush on her too apparently. i know oh, we ah. that. oh. oh pl- could you imagine a plane tsunami What is that even what's that even look uh, like?
3: well i feel like yeah i feel like a plane should not be going into a tsunami or <laughs> she also means the plane is probably crashing <laughs> if it's going into a tsunami, unless the yeah. wave is really high, I guess. I don't well, know. a
4: tsunami would be pretty high, but probably yeah. not that high. Um, yeah, I don't think
3: as high as a plane, like 10,000 feet in the air. Yeah, I don't think so.
4: <laughs> I don't know. LAX is near the ocean and you have to descend or like in your ascending. Yeah, when it's landing. Uh, when it's- yeah um anyway no uh i just felt like this group did a really good job like i got a sense Mm -hmm. of their characters they they embodied everything i do think that q did a really good job of you could tell in her face alone that she was the lead of the three of them like i really got a good sense of her character and that kind of thing but i also felt like the choreography was nothing and the way she Mm -hmm. walked was not like regal it was okay and i walk around this general area and i come back over here like i got a sense of like she's like and now i walk to the left and now i walk Mm -hmm. to the right like it didn't really give me a sense of her just kind of walking across the stage and like having this moment and owning the stage and accidentally just wrapping everybody up behind me like that is what i was expecting from that Mm -hmm. character so i i i don't know like i i agree with her being in the top but i also like agree with makami <laughs>
3: yeah i i didn't really get the wrapping part until because i was like why is tsunami moving weird and then i had to try to figure out what had happened to like get tsunami to that point so that, to me, didn't super translate well yeah. in the show, or at least the way that it was edited. I think because there were so many close-up shots, too, you just kind of, like, didn't really think about that, like, the soul yeah. being so long. But I think that they all did a good job overall. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty happy with their performances, and I agree that I think that, especially Tsunami and Plane really embodied those characters, that bitchy character, really well. And they had plenty of practice in the workroom, <laughs> going around, stirring up drama. So good. And- that really translated the, the method <laughs> acting getting into the
4: character. Yeah. It was great to see a different side of plane. You know, we don't see her as this like shady bitchy character and it was just mm-hmm. fun to see her like really embody somebody completely different. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, the last, okay. I'm reading through my notes just to make sure I cover everything. I thought that plasma was giving a little bit of Chris Jenner. Yes. It was like Alexis Michelle as Chris Jenner. That was what I thought of it's the entire the, time. It's the
4: blonde wig.
3: It's <laughs> got to be the wig. I literally, it was like wig. Yeah, wig question mark. <laughs> so, I I love that. All right,
4: you're either in the top or the bottom. If you're wearing a wig like that, you're either you know Alexis Michelle as Chris Jenner or you're Katya as Princess Diana. Right. <laughs> like, oh, <so> in between. <laughs> sabotage.
2: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
3: Let's go through the runways quickly. Mm-hmm. We will give a quick toot or boot so that I can, I can buy myself flowers. And then also that ends up being the lipstick song, which I thought was very funny. Mm-hmm. Let's first talk about a plasma. I was blown away by this look. I thought it was stunning. And I think it was sort of the cherry on top that made her win. Like, yes, this is the win.
4: For sure. And the fact that this happened to also be like, uh, I know it's a flower runway, but the fact that Mm -hmm. it's also on the musical episode was like, oh, yeah, my fair lady perfect mm-hmm. let's do this um and so she could my, my favorite thing is she comes out and she's like I'm a theater gr- girl And like my two favorite characters are of course uh Liza Doolittle and uh I, I just did Christopher Walken I don't know <laughs> i <had> Liza Doolittle <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: I also heard that's one of Plasma's favorite characters <laughs> she loves the actor oh yeah so she's but like she says my fair lady and then she goes and of course and then she <laughs> says barbara streisand and i go you just had a whole 10 minute section about how much you love the sound of music i thought you were gonna say "sound of music even though I know. I know that's not the reference here it's just funny uh but mm-hmm. i mean she looks gorgeous this is flawless yeah t- it's, a to it's, it's a two it's it's a two it's a two lovely safira's up next
3: and i did see so i think plasma was the oh, i saw this on reddit plasma was it. Roscoe's viewing party and said, apparently there was even more to this look, but she couldn't walk the runway. Like she would not have been able to fit through the door, which is like, this is already gorgeous. Stun total toot, But the fact that there was more to it. Oh my God. Mind blown.
4: I somebody questioned this online, and I agree. How the hell did she pack this in the pumpkin thing for for drag and race? She
3: had more.
4: And she had like, more.
3: She how many suitcases? How many? How big was the suitcase? Did she get one of those crates?
4: Now, and I just like ship she everything with a, with a tiny crate? breastplate? She had no <laughs> well, that's room. Why. For that. That's why. That's friend. why. Yeah, that's exactly right. Why. Yeah. Oh my god, she said, <laughs> "Bitch, I'm going to bring the smallest titties alive because I've got the biggest." <laughs> dresses this 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 is my favorite runway this week it Mm. is absolutely above and beyond so beautiful so incredible just this is one of my all-time favorite runways I've ever seen on on drag race I'm Mm -hmm. absolutely floored by this it's so good yeah it's so good
3: Yes, so Damn. I went back to recheck that Reddit post. Um, so apparently, there were bigger petals in her look that she had to remove, otherwise she would not be able to walk through the opening of the stage set. So yeah, I mean toot, and then it would have been a double toot, a toot 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 shoot on top of that. If or that. I mean, maybe, it's already a shoot, to be honest.
4: To be honest, yeah, it's definitely a shoot, but maybe maybe it's the type of thing you know they say that you should take something off before you leave. You know, take a couple <laughs> of items off. Maybe it would have been too much. Yeah, yeah. This look needed to be edited down. (laughs) Down. She walked out. They walked out, and it was like I can just see it now. Like this is an incredible look from head to toe. It's just it's a little too much. Yeah, you know um, you gotta
3: look in the mirror and take one thing off before you leave. Those well, extra like,
4: petals, pluck them. Yeah, it, you know I think of the last time they did a flower runway was All Stars three, right? And they had mm-hmm. and the the way that it was described apparently was dripping with flowers. And they said to Trixie, "You have too many flowers on you," and she was like, "Still <laughs> so like you know." I could just absolutely see them being like, "This is absolutely stunning and gorgeous." <laughs> just too many big petals. <laughs> So I mean, maybe, maybe she was backstage and being like, he loves me. He loves, he me, loves not. me not. <laughs> <laughs> you know?
3: Judge is going to judge. Yep. All right. Let's talk about Morphine, who I do. Th- I love the fact. So even though this is simple, I do love the fact that she dragged it up with the rhinestoning. And I agree with the comment about the wig, I think. And she just wears it well. And she has such a good energy on the runway mm-hmm. that that makes me like this more probably than I should.
4: Yeah, no, I'm with you. Um, and I wish that she had lined the inside of the sleeves or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I think she unfortunately had to follow Safira and Plasma, who came out with right. like two shoots in a row, and then she's like,
3: mm, "But peace I know. and love." How do, you, how do you follow that? That's so tough.
4: So I mean, I thought that she, like you said, she did a great job, but it's just it's yeah. it feels basic comparatively. Um, even though exactly, it's not.
3: yeah. Next is Maya. Oh, and by the way, I just want to shout out at Drag Period Looks, D R A G the Period, the the, the the little dot looks L-O-O-K-S on Instagram. That's where I'd grab these looks from. Um, their watermark is on there, but I just want to mention it for our audio listeners. Although, yeah, anyway, whatever. <laughs> um, okay, so Maya here. I I do agree with the comment about the bangs. <laughs> I wanted to just go sip, 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 sip. But Or I just completely really loved this. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. I loved this overall, though.
4: This this is the most beautiful she's looked on Drag Race. Um, I love this outfit. I love that um, she's going for a rose. She looks mm-hmm. gorgeous in red. Um, it This is just head to toe beautiful. It's too bad the bang is just that distracting, because otherwise I don't think you could say anything about this. Um, I know. But I know she is gorgeous in this outfit. Yep.
3: Next up, we have Dawn. And I believe, what was her explanation? She was a corpse? Yeah, something like a that. devil corpse?
4: I thought Wait, this was a commentary when she first went around. the. I thought she was going to be like Persephone or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the, the goddess mm-hmm. that was basically kidnapped by uh, Hades. Hades. And, and, and yeah. you know, she comes out once a year to be with her mother, uh, which is what, Demeter? Um, Mm -hmm. and you know, that's when spring happens, but like you have like the devil horns and like the, the, the death thing that that's supposed to be like winter. So I thought that was what it was going to be. And then she said a completely different thing. And then I didn't like it as much. Yeah.
3: I, I want to take the devil stuff off because Mm -hmm. I think that the blue in and of itself, that dress, I think is absolutely gorgeous I almost maybe the corpse thing is what I wanted to see and not anything she actually said (laughs) because that's what I wanted from this look I just feel like the red and the blue is a little bit distracting Mm -hmm. and just doesn't gel as well as I wanted it to I mean I think Dawn is absolutely stunning in general and I'm really obsessed with her looks this one for me just doesn't hit what I wanted
4: I agree and I also do think that the dress itself is unique enough that we've never seen anything like that. Even the shape is something that it's, it's like a twist on a traditional um, shape and form. And I, mm-hmm. you, there's aspects about this that scream Victorian at the same time, like a high society Victorian at the same time, you've got, you know, the, these, these flowers that I don't know, like, I just think it's gorgeous, but it her, You needed her story to make it make sense. And right it made less sense to me. So I don't know. I, I, I do think of, of the looks that we've seen. This is the one that clearly is creative, but it doesn't land. I think the way that she wanted it to.
3: Yeah. Next up is, uh, Megami. Megami with her sad look on her face. And this look, for those of you, it's the, the top image, but if you are just listening to the audio version, essentially it's a look that she had throughout the judging, which Beth, you already brought up, but she just looked so sad. And of course you're going to be sad. You're up there getting negative critiques, but you like just pull it together a little bit and just look less like Eeyore. <laughs> it's honestly,
4: Dawn... Don ruined Megami um, yeah, in the for first me, episode. Yes. I um, blame Don. <laughs> yeah, let's blame Don here. Um, Don, we love you. Megami, we love you. But my God, the Eeyore of drag thing has like, that is something that unfortunately is is like, Megami, if I were you, you should be making Eeyore, like dragged up Eeyore shirts and selling them. Cause yes. I think that I would buy one in a heartbeat. Um, talking about the look though in general. I actually mm-hmm. don't hate this as a concept. I, I I do agree that she should have had the dress out for a lot longer and then got rid of it. Um, mm-hmm. Or she should have done a reveal like this was what I wore during
3: <laughs> We're just going to keep that there
4: continue no i can't the way the way it entered the screen it went up and down for a second it was like hello i'm here to say (laughs)
3: like i can see it like i just uh, it's a picture of eeyore it's i oh god
4: that's so funny (laughs) um what I was gonna say is I wish what she had done is wore a a, a gown and then ripped it away as if it was now the wedding night okay so Mm -hmm. like oh this is what I wore during the wedding and then for the wedding night like have this is like her lingerie and like you know she took the bouquet or whatever yes I get that but like Mm -hmm. Um, I think there's more she could have done with this. It's not really the flowers aren't the point of the the runway in this look. And I think that's also points Mm -hmm. against her, unfortunately here. Um, But I think she looks gorgeous. Like, I think this is such a cool look on her. It's just I I just think there are elements here that maybe just don't aren't as strong as some of the other queens or don't Mm -hmm. maybe make the most sense.
3: Yeah, no, definitely. (laughs) Let, okay, we're going to get rid of Eeyore here because we're going to talk about Nymphia next. I thought this was incredibly creative. And I love the fact that she did something to me that was very unexpected. Mm-hmm. And to come out as a cactus with a little flower on top of her head and then to also have the growth of the arms. Like all of that was just very cute.
4: It was super cute. Um, I... I did not know what to expect with the arms when all of a sudden it started poking through. And I was like, oh, my God, she's so cute. Um, This was so cute. I loved this. I love that it's a little different um, from her uh, in terms of, like, being different for her and also different for Mm -hmm. the runway. Like, she gets a lot of uh, innovative points for me.
3: Yeah, I agree. Okay, let's move on to Q. So, Beth, you've requested a very specific picture that I pull up next to Q. So, please walk me through this.
4: As soon as I saw Q on the runway and she said that she was like a pink praying mantis, as soon as I saw that, I said, she is Lorantis the Pokemon. Um, so I literally texted Leon. I said, could you pull up a picture of Lorantis and put it next to Q for the slideshow? So there you are. Um, but this is, I thought, such a really beautiful way to, uh, first of all, flowers, got them. Yep that no problems there i love that she um has like the arms stilt so to say to be like a praying mantis the fact that she's pink and everything i just thought was like so pokemon-esque with lorantis i was like i have to show that this it if i didn't know better this is what her her source was it wasn't a real praying mantis it was this pokemon Mm
3: -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I think initially when she walked out, it was like, "Oh my gosh, that's so cool, that's so gorgeous." When I look a little bit closer, I don't like the bot, the bikini, the
4: panty. Yeah, panties. I hate that.
3: I hate it. It's actually very distracting to me. I hate it so much because I enjoy other, like the other elements of the look. So when I, she's it, bent I, I over. Don't know why time. She- yeah, exactly. When she's bent over and it kind of covers it, like the corset covers it a little bit more. It blends in. But for some reason, it's like a lighter white that's a little bit more reflective. And I don't I don't
4: know why it bothers me so much. But Not a go. reflective panty. Hate that. I know.
3: We all hate that.
4: <laughs> uh it shouldn't avert your eyes, you know? You should be no. Mm, um chastity belt. Look away. Could you imagine if she made it a green panty? It absolutely would have been Laurantis then. Look at that. Nah. And like
3: striped similarities the striped
4: pants or yeah. something
3: <laughs> exactly as soon as I, I googled it I was like oh yeah I, I, I totally see this <laughs> okay let's talk about we got two more looks plain Jane is up first who does sort of a Rapunzel Prince thing kind of she like pulls a, yeah. him up right by her hair yeah that was that was it i think i yeah. thought she looked really pretty i thought it was good i think again it's so tough she suffers a little bit from the morphine syndrome of coming yeah. up coming up right after someone who just sort of blows you away but i i think she looks stunning i think she's gorgeous so i can't really knock the look i thought it was cute creative
4: no it's super cute um and i like that uh like party dress Uh, cut on her. She, she carries Mm -hmm. it off really well.
3: Yeah. Last is tsunami who describes her look as an upside down bouquet, but did get a lot of heat. I mean, doesn't get critiques. So we don't know what the judges thought of this, but does get some of her own critiques in untucked Yeah. from the other Queens being like, girl, what, what is even this?
4: I, yeah, she, she lucked out because when they, the, the camera zoomed in and untucked, and there were no fla- floral prints on the bottom of her skirt to be found. Um, I like the idea of what she was trying to say being an upside down bouquet, but then, like, girl, what is your hair? Like, I, I need, I need answers. You need to be able to, to paint something on your face or mm-hmm. something to show that you're like the very bottom of a bouquet, which is not attractive or something to look at. <laughs>
3: Well, I i mean, I think it really would have worked if the bottom was flowers. Like, right. I think that, that was it. And even it, it didn't have to be the kind of, like, glued-on flowers that we saw from Megami or Q. Even if just it had been the floral print on the bottom, right. I think that that would have been so much better. And also, I love Tsunami, too, so it's really yeah. tough for me to critique her. But I have to.
4: No, I love Tsunami as well. I also don't understand, like, is the pink... Wraps supposed to be like that goes around bouquets. It's
3: like that cellophane. Yeah, it's like that cellophane that goes around.
4: Well, then it should be all around because it's not on one side of the flowers on a bouquet.
3: (sighs) I think if she had had it like wrapped around her to begin, and then could have opened it Mm -hmm. up so you could have seen the rest of the dress, that might have helped. But I I do—I think she she should have done done a
4: handstand at one point and been like, "Bitch,
3: right up, (laughs) I'm upside down." (laughs) Yeah, I, I think she she definitely benefit. I mean, who knows? Maybe the judges would have been like, "Oh my god, we love this. This is so amazing." If I were on the judging panel, I would have been like, "I don't get flowers." Explain, right. right? That would right. have been the first thing I would have said to her. Thankfully, we had the voiceover. So, okay, I understood where she was coming from, but the judges don't. So they don't right. understand that context. All right. Those are the looks. Yeah. We have a few more things to touch on before we wrap up, which we're going to do very quickly because I have to go to Pilates. So quick, <laughs> lip sync. Maya versus Megami. Flowers. Miley Cyrus. Beth. Thoughts. Go.
4: Um, I like that Megami was really committed she just didn't wasn't committed to what the song is about the song is about empowerment it's not about being sad that you're no longer with your guy it's supposed to be you know this was a a song that Miley wrote to be like you know what fuck it I don't need a man to do these things for me I can do it for myself and that's not the vibe that Megami gave even though she was really committed to it and I feel like Maya took advantage of it and was didn't have to do flips and tricks and such and showed us that she's a really good lip-syncer I do think that she out-lip-synced her
3: stayed on a penguin slide yeah <laughs> that was I a mean, penguin slide! <laughs> slide that was great <laughs> oh so funny um so yeah unfortunately we do lose magami here so uh but her exit line protect drag protect queer art she's sticking with her signs she should have brought her signs back out that
4: would um, have been great
3: her go but like i i'm okay with that because I feel like the writing was a bit on the wall and I do feel that way a little bit about Maya. So I think mm-hmm. regardless of which one had gone, I think I would have felt like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that decision. For yeah. them. But I think, I think, yeah, Maya won the lip sync. So
4: I'm we do have that. to say Oman has lost his entire draft team. Yeah. And uh the audience still has both of theirs of Plain Jane and Tsunami. So uh R I P to Amon's team. Uh, uh you will be yeah. missed. Um Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Sad. Sorry.
3: Uh, We also got another fun line from Megami before she was eliminated. Well, this was earlier in the episode when um, right after the elimination, previous elimination, when she goes, I got beat by Buzz Lightyear. That also (laughs) really made me laugh. So (laughs) I'm happy that we still got some really fun moments for her before her uh, unfortunate departure. For sure. The last thing I want to talk about is Melissa Maffrickin Carthy showing up and throwing baby bells at them. Why? Why? but i i need to understand how much money baby bell pays either drag or melissa mccarthy to to do this like i need to know the product placement because it was specifically baby bell cheeses
4: and they had put markers over everything else that came from the store did you notice that they had clearly had starbucks drinks but they put a big circle over all the starbucks like icons and such so this was definitely paid for but the other part of it is too is like why isn't she just a judge
3: Yes, it was so, the whole thing was so weird. I was watching with a friend of mine, and we were like, "Okay, who do you think is going to come through?" As the oh, it's a surprise. Oh, Alyssa Edwards. Maybe. I thought it was Alyssa Edwards. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, not expecting Melissa McCarthy, and definitely not expecting the Baby Bell thing. I, let me look real quick. Is she like a sponsor of that? Is, does she like do their commercials and stuff?
4: I have no idea. Or I don't watch. I, I don't watch commercials. <laughs>
3: yeah I I can't find okay I don't find anything at least initially so if anybody can explain the baby bell cheese can conspiracy that that would make it a little bit more clear for me so (laughs) yeah
4: definitely it was just so weird I love Melissa McCarthy I would love for her to be like a proper judge on the show and it was just weird to be like Okay, so we have about twenty minutes of your time. Would you come out here and have a, a, a gag and just throw some baby bells at these these queens while they're also trying to learn choreography? Um, mm-hmm. So go for it. it. Was it was so random, so but funny. I'm at a point where nothing really shocks me though on Drag Race anymore. So, uh,
3: oh yeah, no, I'm not like to be clear. I'm not upset by the baby bell cheeses. No. I just wouldn't know. Like, I just fascinates me.
4: For sure, I can't wait for next week when you know Ariana Grande comes back just for a second to be like, "Anybody want some Cool Whip?"
3: Yeah, Yeah. exactly. She's like up there throwing fruit by the foot at them. Like (laughs) I just, I don't, I want to know the next plug, whatever that is. I'm kind, I would love if that became a running joke of just chucking food up to the queens to give them a little bit of a. Here's some pistachios. I knew big pistachio wasn't on it. (laughs) All right. We got to wrap up. Is there anything else, Beth, that you want to talk about? No. I think I got it all out of my system. Snatch game. Next week Ah! is breaking snatch game. I can't wait. So excited. I really want to know what Plasma's going to do because (laughs) I thought she was saving some of her characters. We've now seen some of them. I want to see. I mean, I want to see what everybody's going to do. Can't wait. I think it's going to be so fun. Snatch game. It's going to be a good one. All right, Beth, anything you want to plug? People find you on Twitter, Augusta11.
4: Yep, Augusta11 everywhere. Um, on my my weekly meltdown, we did our draft last night for Survivor 46. So if you want to check that out and make sure that you understand that I have the best team, then go ahead and do so.
3: Oh, <laughs> um, yes. So I'm happy that you brought up Survivor. You can follow me on Twitter at Liana RHAP. But so, yes, Survivor is right around the corner. Mike Bloom and I are going to be recording a preview podcast next week. So I am getting through the cast. They seem like a really wacky bunch. I am really excited for this season. I have no idea what's going to happen. I think for the first time I have less of a sense of <laughs> predictions, but that's what makes it fun. So definitely sure. look out for that. That'll be in the Survivor th- feed as well as the um wrap-ups feed you can leave your star ratings and reviews for us on itunes rob website.com slash drag race obviously very helpful thank you to the whole rhap team for all of their help behind the scenes and we'll talk to y'all soon bye